Do me one quick favor and whatever channel you're listening to this on, please click subscribe, follow, so that you do not miss an episode of the Raising Your Game podcast. I thank you so much and it really does make a difference for you guys subscribing and interacting. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the brand new weekly email that is coming out with one actionable tip at least for you, for your mindset and your well-being in sport and beyond. This is something called The Game Plan and I'm going to be sending this out every Friday that you can put into action and something that can maybe be put in over the next week or so, maybe even over the weekend. I will be sending this out to only the people that subscribe to this and you can do that by heading over to lewishatchett.com forward slash the dash game dash plan or just head over to lewishatchett.com where you'll get it. It's completely free to join and go and join the group of curious athletes that want to develop, grow their mindset, well-being and more. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I first started taking Athletic Greens when they initially launched their first iteration of AG1. Now I think they're on something like their 54th iteration because they have not stopped developing and they have no compromise in the quality of this product. It has 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source foods, probiotics and adaptogens that is great for your gut health, nervous system, immune system, your energy, recovery and focus. I was taking vitamin pills to begin with and I took them when I was a professional and I was looking to go back into them but then I thought you know what I'm going to get back into taking athletic greens because I know they are at the top of the food chain literally when it comes to vitamins and minerals and I felt great taking it. I actually now look forward to that mild tropical taste when I'm taking the shake and the drink in the morning. So if you want to get started and start supporting your immune system, getting more vitamins and minerals into your diet because our nutritionist athletes is super important, then they are offering you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and also five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you've got to do to grab a hold of this offer is head over to athleticgreens.com forward slash RYG. Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash RYG to grab a hold of it today. I promise you, you will not regret it. This is something that I enjoy taking. I trust it implicitly. And over 7,000 five-star reviews have been put forward for Athletic Greens. They are recommended by professional athletes and trusted health experts around the globe. So grab a hold of this offer today. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Lewis Hatchie and in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how your body language can change your mindset. I'll talk about how your body language is affecting your mindset, but also can affect those around you and even how their body language can affect you as well. So without any hesitation, let's just get straight into this episode.
So I want to kick this episode off with you imagining something. So just for a moment, close your eyes if you can. If you're driving, then please do not close your eyes because we do not want that. But just for a moment, imagine in your mind two people. The first person is someone who's got a sense of confidence, certainty, maybe pride about them. Uh, And I want you to picture what that person looks like. And the second person is someone who is a little bit unsure of themselves, a little bit maybe self-doubting, maybe even fearful. And I want you to picture both of those two people. You got it? There's a chance that those two people that you've pictured, the person who you thought was confident and, and proud and sure of themselves, that person had maybe a tall posture about them, their shoulders were back, maybe broad and wide, their chin is up, their chest is out, and they're creating a commanding posture. The other person may have shrunk, they may have rounded their shoulders in feeling that uncertainty and fearfulness, and they, they have started to close themselves off. What we're talking about here is body language and the impact it is gonna have on both you as an individual the uh, the people around you and maybe even others body language and its impact on you and being aware of that so one thing that i recommend with if you're interested in body language there's a really great ted talk by amy cuddy it's one of my favorites and it's called your body language may shape who you are and it's about a 20 minute ted talk it's one of the most viewed ted talks out there and amy cuddy goes through many different reasons as to why having good, strong, positive body language can actually be beneficial to you. And and one of the most amazing things I find in that whole TED Talk is how she talks around people who are blind sprinters or blind runners when they cross the finish line. They throw their arms up and out and they create a big posture and a big presence. And she shows many different examples of both creating a big presence with your body language and a small presence with your body language and the impact it has all the way from things such as job opportunities, dating, and and even sporting achievements. So I really highly recommend going and checking that, that TED Talk out. But it's a really good reference for this episode because one thing I do want you to do right now is take a quick body audit. And that is to just check in with your body right now what position are you in? What sort of shape do your shoulders have? What body language would you say you have got right now? But also, don't feel like there's a sense of judgment on what that posture is and what that shape of your body is at right now. I want you to try and link with how you currently feel. So what are the emotions you feel? How do you feel emotionally? And do you feel maybe negative or do you feel down do you feel like you're having a great day you're positive and is your posture up and strong and up and about maybe you're even out running listening to this and and you're you're doing something that you've got a strong body posture on and you actually feel good whilst doing it so there's an indication or a starter for you in starting to bring that awareness into your body language and how you feel so it's just a quick body audit that you can do And body language is a form of non-verbal communication. And I'll get on to communicating with others. But to understand your body language and to gain a better understanding of your body language, if you've listened to this podcast a lot, you'll hear me talk about yoga many, many times. 
But a reason I like something like yoga is because it builds what's called a mind-body connection, connecting the body and the mind. And what that does is it brings awareness. You do this through getting onto the mat and some days you feel like your body is tired and sleepy and you'll suddenly feel like you want to do all these poses and postures that are like really easy and you round the body off. But whenever you're working with someone, there's a kind of a general rule, I would say. It's a very loose rule in yoga. And that is that when you want to wake the body up and you want to feel strong and powerful, you open up the front of the body. So these are all the muscles that are literally in the front of your body, forward facing. So if you're in the morning and you want to wake up, then you tend to prescribe someone to stretch out, whether it's the front of the chest, the shoulders, the hips, all the way through the front of the body, doing back bends and things like that to really energize and bring some vibrance into the body, that space and openness. But not only that, when you get up and you you move about, you suddenly feel open and strong and you generally feel a little bit better and, and more lively in yourself and, if anything, confident. And the opposite is true, that if you stretch out the back of the body and you start to work on deepening into those muscles and rounding the body off, you tend to feel more sleepy. And it's great for doing before you go to bed because it allows you to get a great night's sleep and it can really send you into that parasympathetic tone in the body and and get you into a rest and digest state real quickly. But if you think about both of those, stretching out the front of the body, you're opening up, you're creating space, you're becoming big. So you're opening up and vibrant. And then when you're rounding off, you're sort of shying away, you're closing yourself off and you're starting to sort of go into your own shell. And and that's where, like I said, going to bed is an ideal moment there because you are literally starting to go into hibernation, essentially, that micro hibernation. But the ultimate goal here is knowing what, is going on in the body and how you feel in the body. So when you do that session or you you practice yoga and you open up the front of the body and you 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 stretch out the front, you start to recognize, oh, I feel I feel good, I feel great, and I feel alive and strong and vibrant. And and that's because your body has had an impact on your mind. You've changed the state of your body to change the state of your mind. And that is a really big important part of your body language is that if you are ever feeling like you are not where you want to be or you're you're just not there yet like you're mentally and you're, you're maybe self-doubting yourself change your physical state change what you're doing with your body and there's a chance and you give yourself a chance for changing your mental state with it there are so many times when i have played games when i was a professional athlete that I would not be feeling myself, but I knew I had to perform. And also I've got opposition against me and I wanted to get the most out of myself. So I would actually add into my routine to make sure I was tall, strong. I would pull my shoulders back, lift my chest, and I would recognize when I wasn't doing that. There would be moments where I could feel like I was maybe losing power and energy and I was feeling low and I would check into my body. I'd be like, I'm rounded off in the front. I'm starting to close off. I'm not that big, strong, open posture and that body language I've got. And then funnily enough, you might start to gain momentum. And I would see in these games that I would gain momentum and suddenly something good would happen. And then you start to feel better and confident. Your body language grows and then you can start to get back into that flow state. But it's basically a way of kind of tricking your mind if you're in that place where you're you're just not 100%, you're just not fully mentally on it. So you sometimes have to change your physical state and force yourself and push yourself into a new physical state in order to change that mental state. So again, it's about building that awareness. It's about understanding where am I at 
at this moment and then can I do something about it because if you can build that that openness and that that broad feeling in your body language you'll start to just gain momentum and, and then you'll start to see that others around you are impacted by it you might find people alongside you start to change their body language and then you feed off it there's nothing better than being in a part of a team where suddenly all the body language changes and you can just feel it you can vibe off it so body language is super important for team sports and team environments because if one person has got negative body language then it's really easy to follow that but the opposite is true that if you have strong positive body language then it's really easy to follow that as well and you can vibe off it you can gain strength from it if you are someone who perhaps leads a team or is seen as a senior person within a team and your body language is negative in recognizing that it's non-verbal communication, the people at the other side, they don't actually know what is going on in your mind. All they see is this negative body language and it can potentially allow them to spiral into a negative self-doubting sort of twister of a thought process that they don't actually know how to action and, and do something about it. All they can see is this person in front of them that's just showing them some form of negativity with their body language. And like I said, any body language is infectious. So if you are a leader or you are someone who is senior and, and just anyone in a team, essentially, recognize that if you do want someone to change and you do want something different and you want a better outcome, having that negative body language isn't going to help to start with. But also do that quick body audit. Just check in and be like, what do I want my body to be saying? What do I want to be saying to this person? Do I want to be seen as positive? Do I want to bring a, a good outcome in this? Do I want to try my best? There may be a time where no matter how hard you try, the negative outcome is just playing out. I've been in games where you know the result is coming, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to create a negative environment. You can change your body state. I've also had people in my team where when I've seen their negative body language I haven't understood what they are trying to say and you're just guessing and and trying to know what's going on because sometimes you can't even communicate you might be too far away whatever's going on um, and and it's really really challenging for that person to to know what is happening because there's no verbalization of of the moment so if you are a leader just make sure that you are giving off what you want in that moment you are saying the right things with your body you are giving off that positive body language check in with it and it's infectious both in the sense that that negative body language is infectious so it's just going to perpetually cycle into most other people adopting that negative that negative body language because they're not understanding what you're feeling or show them that strong body language because when you do it as a team you just vibe off each other is nothing better and it you really can build that camaraderie from it even when there's no words being said so push yourself as uncomfortable as it may be into as strong and as confident body posture and body language as you possibly can and i would then move on to recognizing that your body language is how people will perceive you so if you want to be perceived in a certain way, but your body language is saying something else, you may get misinterpreted. Like I mentioned, it is a form of non-verbal communication. So you're not actually saying anything and you may be feeling good and great inside, but your body language is negative or is maybe showing signs of frustration. And that will have an impact on other people and people will start to see that and interpret it. And that may not be what how you want to be interpreted. So recognize that 
where it's just again taking those body audits just checking in with your body language like what how do i look how do i feel in my body and then is that aligned with how i want to be perceived do i want to be seen as shrinking and a negative and chin head down or shoulders forward or do i want to see as chin up head up shoulders back being energetic and providing some energy to people so keep checking in with your body because that will be how not only teammates coaches will perceive you but also opposition like i mentioned the the impact you can have on opposition can completely change games in one of my previous episodes with dale stain former south african test cricket international cricketer he talked about a story of when he was playing England and he didn't feel great. He didn't feel the best. But when he was about to run out onto the field, he was like, I've got to get up for this game. I've got to get myself going. I've got to play England. I can't show them that I'm not up for this. So he forced himself to like run down, be energetic, move himself around, change his body state, change his body language. And he ended up taking five wickets and dominating England for the day. So simply by changing his physical state and how his his body was speaking, it created doubt in other people. It created this sense of, oh my God, he's got it together. This this guy's confident, he feels great, he's on it. And then you never know where someone else's mental state at. You could create that competitive advantage that allows them to start to diminish in what they're doing and you start to get one up on them. It's a little bit of a, a tactic, but it, it can genuinely work. And, and again, the opposite is true. If you feel someone is dominating you, try not to diminish yourself. Again, in Amy Cuddy's TED Talk, she talks about how we don't mimic people with body language. We actually do the opposite. So if someone's coming into a room with strong body language, we tend to shrink. So if you're in a sporting example and you're trying to compete, it's really important that you maintain your body language. You stay to what you want to do and not draw off someone else's. It's very tough to do, but if you can start to be aware of what you're doing, how your body is and what you're doing, then you can maybe start to change it and start to in uh, throw a spanner in the works or slow that wheel down a little bit before it starts to roll off and get out of control and you're just not being in that state of good body language that you want to be in so again it's all built around your awareness and then also that impact on people around you like that is super important ultimately how do you want to be perceived i think that is the most that's the biggest question i would give for your body language like how do you want to be seen do you want to be seen as that rounded shoulders negative sort of shell moving within yourself that I've never really seen anyone that takes on that form of body language that has then created a really good performance and come out sort of on the on the up very rarely would that happen more often than not it's when you create that good body language that a good performance will follow but if you are always sort of rounded and and creating that negative body posture that that has that negative connotation, then there's more often than not the chance that you will follow that. You will follow into a negative mindset, negative outcomes. So it is about just, as again, as Amy Cuddy says, it's like fake it until you become it. Just keep going until it suddenly changes, something clicks, but just keep working with it. So I would leave yourself, I, I will leave you with this episode. It's been a quick one. But a very simple question that I think is worth asking yourself, whether it's before you go into something or every day uh, and something that does mean something to you. And that question is, what do you want your body language to say? So that's it. That's all I've got for this episode. 
Thank you once again for listening. As always, you can find me on Instagram at Lewis Hatchet. You can find me on TikTok at Lewis underscore Hatchet. Again, it's Twitter at Lewis underscore Hatchet. Find me on LinkedIn, but head to the website, lewishatchet.com, and you can get in touch with me there. And the podcast is forward slash podcast. Don't forget to sign up to the game plan to receive one actionable tip every Friday morning. This is a newsletter that will only be sent out to subscribers. So head over to lewishatchet.com forward slash the dash game dash plan and you can get it there. Thank you once again and I'll see you later. I'm going to do something a little bit different and that is give you the offer before I do the advert so that if you don't want to listen to the advert, you can just skip right on. But at Sport Yogi, we're offering 25% off our mats and blocks. And you can do that by heading over to sportyogi.com forward slash shop and using the code RYG at checkout. So let's head over to sportyogi.com forward slash shop and use the code RYG at checkout. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you will have heard me talk about how much meditation and yoga has played a part of my life and is a huge part of my life. But getting into it was really difficult for me. I struggled with the idea of being someone who got into yoga as an athlete. I just did not connect with it. So that's why we started Sport Yogi. But not only that, a big part of starting practicing was having something to step onto, a mat, and using blocks. And I wanted to create some quality products that resonated with athletes. So we've created the mat and the blocks. And the mat is unbelievable. I'm so happy with it. The more you sweat, the more this thing grips. If you're like me and you sweat a lot when you're on the mat and you sometimes slip, this thing is going to get rid of that issue. You're going to be able to grip more with your hands and your feet, get deeper into those stretches so that you can open up the muscles, gain that flexibility. You can get into your joints a little bit more, really open up that range of movement or relax those deep tissues that you might want to. Also, with the thickness of it, it's really easy on the knees. It's not too harsh and, and having the blocks there that you can sit on, which are a little bit more dense than your standard foam, but they're durable for athletes. They can take the weight and they're really lightweight as well. You can use them to sit on for meditation, but you can also use them as supports during your practice. It really is a great complementary product and a couple of products for the Sport Yogi app, which I'm super excited about. So again, if you want to get a hold of these items for an extra 25% off as a listener of this show, then head over to sportyogi.com forward slash shop and enter RYG at checkout. So that's sportyogi.com forward slash shop and enter RYG at checkout.